You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Families in the Rochester City School District are facing a host of changes in the next school year. As WXXI's Brian Sharp reports, that begins with a reconfiguration to downsize and streamline the district. Superintendent Carmine Peluso is proposing a massive reconfiguration that would close five buildings and shut down or relocate more than a dozen schools. The changes are being made as the district adds middle schools and converts its kindergarten through eighth grade schools to a more traditional kindergarten through sixth grade model. Enrollment is declining and qualified staff as well as transportation resources are stretched thin. One of the most detrimental things that we could do to our students is continuously put an uncertificated teacher in front of them for numerous years because that has a dramatic impact on student performance. Still to come are decisions about a narrowing of managed school choice from district-wide to three zones and more school closures, though temporary, as the third and likely final phase of a billion-dollar school modernization program resumes, with Wilson and Franklin campuses at the top of the list. Sean Farr is the district's chief financial officer and has been at the center of all these discussions. There's a lot of moving parts, and it gets a little confusing because people are like, well, wait a minute, what? Well, what does this mean to me? What does this mean to my child? It's a lot to digest, but the reception from school board member Ricardo Adams and his colleagues has been positive, if cautiously so. We need to upgrade this district. We're just out of compliance with a lot of stuff, man, and I totally support this transition. I know it's going to be difficult. It is. We're going to get a lot of pushback. My email probably starting to fill up right now. But I just want the community to look at the why. The school board is expected to vote on the reconfiguration next month. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. The National Toy Hall of Fame at the Strong Museum in Rochester has announced the finalists being considered for induction this year. Barbie's sidekick Ken is on the list as he rides a wave of popularity from the blockbuster Barbie movie. Chris Bench, vice president of collections at the museum, says Ken is up against 11 other contenders, including Cabbage Patch Kids, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and baseball cards. They are a little bit outside what some people might define as toys, but they are certainly part of games and play and collecting is part of play, but they're also flipping and trading games that go on with baseball cards. The public can vote through September 20th. The top vote getters from the public and members of a selection committee will be inducted on November 9th. Pandemic-era federal funding for child care will be expiring at the end of this month to offset what she calls a looming child care cliff. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand is proposing new legislation. This legislation would make sure that the Child Care Stabilization Grant Program gets $16 billion in mandatory funding each year for the next five years. It would make sure this program continues to be funded past September. Gillibrand says the funding is especially important since nearly two-thirds of New York's children live in child care deserts. She said those are communities with more than 50 children under the age of five and few to no child care providers. Gillibrand says her bill has support from Democrats, but so far it does not have a lead sponsor who is a Republican. The head of the State University of New York says the fall semester is off to a great start and there's plenty of good work being done at SUNY's 64 campuses. A SUNY Board of Trustees at its most recent meeting approved a resolution which Chancellor John King says reinforces the system's commitment to inclusion. 
As we celebrate our 75th anniversary, we are proud to recommit to provide, quote, educational services uh, of the highest quality with the broadest possible access fully representative of all segments of the population. King repeated his criticism of the U.S. Supreme Court decision earlier this year striking down affirmative action in college admissions. He said there is a place at SUNY for every New Yorker. A New Yorker who is upset that his city has been housing homeless migrants in his neighborhood on Staten Island has set up a loudspeaker to deliver an unwelcoming message to his new neighbors. It says immigrants are not safe here and urges the arrivals to go back to some other part of the city. The message blares all day from a loudspeaker on Scott Herkert's lawn. The message, delivered in Spanish, Russian, Arabic, Urdu, Chinese and English, is aimed at occupants of a temporary shelter set up nearby. It's one of several ways some people have let shelter residents know they are not welcome on Staten Island as thousands of migrants continue arriving in New York City. Staten Island is known for leaning conservative and Republican in a mostly liberal Democratic city. Both employees and residents of the shelter said protesters have cursed at and threatened them, frequently playing loud music late into the night. A spokesperson for the mayor's office says police are working to try to keep peace in the area. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.